You're listening to G4D, Grounds for Discussion, a weekly music podcast hosted by your two most caffeinated hosts, Adam and John. So sit back, relax, pour yourself a cup of coffee, and enjoy the following episode. Coffee here, ready to talk about the uh, uh, successful class of newest rock and roll Hall of Fame inductees. Newest. The newest, but the greatest. That's what we're here to discuss today on G4D. I think, I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt, but I think your mic's a little low. My mic's a little low. Low. Like, like, like the recording probably is low. Sorry. How's that sound? I just want to make sure. Yeah, I think that's better for you, sir. Okay, this is your headphone level, so now you can maybe hear me. Is that better? Oh, I, th- I didn't think it was the headphones because I have it all the way up. Oh, no, no, no. It's on the, the guy here. <sighs> Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt it. Oh, no, you I, I just really couldn't hear you. So no, I thought is that better? Recording went, yeah, that's so much better. Oh, good. Yeah. Hi. Good. Hi. 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 I'm not going to delete this because that's what we do here on G4D. AKA. A- <laughs> <laughs> oh boy we haven't done this in a while <laughs> okay from the top gentlemen one two three g, g for d, d. aka <laughs> <laughs> okay okay, okay from the top you start <laughs> okay g for d aka grounds for Discussion. discussion all right there we go uh, it's Beautiful. not a pr- it's not a pretty life but someone has to live it <laughs> cheers cheers my uh, jim davis uh, garfield mug today yeah adam i love the different mugs that you have because that is literally a mug from 1978 i know we found it at a thrift thrift vintage shop mm. yeah over um was that Corin Drive or Park Avis? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I think Located it, here in Orlando, Florida, where we record this podcast. That's right, sunny Orlando, Florida, just like Garfield vibing on the beach. Yeah, that um, is that is quite a mug right there. And Odie's holding them up. At first, I thought it was like his tongue because uh-huh. you know Odie has a really long tongue, but because it looks like it, he's holding it by his mouth. So I thought I was like, oh, that's his tongue, but you can clearly see it's a blanket because his teeth uh, are showing. You know. Mm-hmm. I was like, why would Garfield want to lay on Odie's tongue? I don't know. <laughs> you know what you're going to have to do now? You're going to have to take a picture of that for the gram. Oh, yes. So that's, a, that's a quality coffee mug right there, let me tell you. Let's see here. From McDonald's, too. It's back when the days when McDonald's would sell mugs, coffee mugs. Yeah, I have... Um, a Batman Rid- Forever one, right? That's right, the Riddler. Ah, jealous. And like his cane is like the... Um, the, uh, the Whatever you call this handle? thing. The handle, yes. <laughs> oh, lordy. Yeah, we, we are all out of sorts so far. Ugh, yeah. Hence the need for coffee. And today we are drinking some more Austin's coffee. That's right. Save Austin's coffee! Save Austin's. Stop the county from doing dumb things to great areas. I think that's the exact slogan, too. That's right. Save Austin's coffee. Stop the local area from doing dumb things. (laughs) It's direct and right to the point. And and concise. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, this is so good. I love their coffee. It's very, very good. Mm. Just goes down so well. And I believe they roast everything there, too. They do? Yeah. You are correct. 
Yeah, I like that there's a little bit of like a mm, bitterness, maybe is the right word. You know, hmm. like it's like it's got a it's got a little bit of a um, what's the word that I'm looking for? It's got a, a, little, it's a little chocolatey. Yeah. I yeah. can taste that. It's, yeah. it's a very classic like Colombian cup of coffee. Yes. Yes. You're right. It definitely has a Colombian vibe to Ooh, it. And now mm. folks can see our lovely uh, Garfield mug. <laughs> on G4D podcast Instagram. Oh, you just posted it. I just posted it. Look at you. Look at Man at the controls and at the social media account. G4D underscore podcast. And we also have a website, which is G4D podcast. Dot com. <laughs> dot com. It's dot com. I'm wondering if we'll ever get to a time where dot com is moved away from and it ends up being something else. Like what? Dot Trump? <laughs> <laughs> wow <laughs> google.trump <laughs> was not expecting <laughs> the podcast to take that turn it seems like that's where we're going these days <laughs> wow wow you went there buddy <laughs> uh, uh, man you're 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 gonna be on you're on fire today. You will absolutely be on fire today. Now, just now, that, the, now that I've had a few sips of coffee, yeah, I, just, I'm just ready. Just a few. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, what other exciting Orlando things are happening? Oh, we're finally get Pertillo's is like opening soon, right? Yes, I think so. Get some mm-hmm. hot dogs. Get some hot dogs. Although, hot mm. dog heaven is the place for hot dogs if you want to go. Where is hot dog heaven? Oh God, it's like on. The other end of Colonial, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's uh, classic Chicago-style hot dogs. They import everything from Chicago. It's a staple. Wow. It's very, very good. I find out about all the best food places from you. Oh, um, I am honored. Well, thank you. Yeah. It's like, thanks to you, I've become a huge fan of Leguminati. Oh, Last dude, time I was around that area, dude. I got that chicken bacon. Like, it's bacon, but with like a U instead, yeah. I think. Ranch. Ooh. Oh. Man, so good. That, that Their chicken parm. Um, crunch wrap. Oh my god, it's yeah. so good. It, it's got like pasta in there and like the crunchy chicken and whatever. Oh my god, it's. I might have failed to mention it's all vegan and it's all delicious. Yeah, so good. We went to um Dixie Dharma this weekend mm-hmm. too, which is um a market on South, and we got the fried chicken platter. Yeah, and the jackfruit sandwich. Oh my gosh! And then they have mac and cheese, and like oh my god, their mac and cheese is incredible. Yeah, Plus I can all the that. desserts, all the vegan desserts. Oh. Yeah, Orlando is not only a great place for coffee, but a lot of vegan places like that too. We have a lot of options, surprisingly. Which is great. Yeah, which is great. And there's a lot of hidden gems like that. Yeah, exactly. There's a lot of hidden gems, and it just it's great for variety too. I need something new, baby. Yeah, I need something new. Exactly. I don't know why I had a baby there. <laughs> baby. 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 Well, <laughs> Pretty baby. <laughs> what Greta Van Fleet song is that? <laughs> Actually, it's Fly the Concords. I'm only one man, baby. <laughs> Pretty baby. It's uh, what is it? A kiss is not a contract. Oh yeah. A kiss is not a contract, but it's very nice. So very nice. 
just because you've been playing tonsil hockey with my mouth. <laughs> so, I don't know. I can't remember the lyrics. And then I remembered, wait a second, this is a family show. I better Whoa, this slow your roll. What is this, HBO? <laughs> yeah, right. We're like, yeah. I don't even know. We're like the CW here and trying to do HBO stuff. Can't happen. I feel like even the CW is pretty uh, racy when oh. it comes to their raunchy stuff that they show yeah yeah you know, seventh heaven oof terrible what was people that? riverdale <laughs> occasionally i'll see like a random clip on twitter or something like that i'm like this is a show oh yeah that's very popular right yeah well, the yeah. flash right all, all the uh the b-list dc heroes are on there right yes yes flash green arrow was on there you got black lightning now batwoman too as well hmm. yeah then they got like a whole legion of superheroes where they just go all all out oh, so yeah. i used to watch gotham for a little bit and then i was like okay i'm done I, I i kept on being told like okay it starts out rough but it ends up getting really good as it goes along mm. that first episode didn't do anything for me and i never followed through on it green arrow i saw the first season really liked it i think i got into like the second season and just kind of dropped off from it um <sighs> but you know it was a cw show so i definitely had like my <laughs> like what's the best way to put it you know like when you watch something and you're like okay i just know i'm gonna have some things in here that are gonna make me groan or roll my eyes or things that just will not appeal to me but i'm willing to sit through it regardless yeah that was like one of those shows for me it's like someone watched a bunch of marvel shows and we're like okay we want to do this but on doctor who's budget <laughs> <laughs> yeah pretty accurate yeah Pretty accurate. Speaking of Marvel shows, did you finally see Falcon and Winter Soldier? No. Wow. I know. You know what's even shocking? I haven't even seen any spoilers about it. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Although I did see one thing. I don't know if it's true or not, and I'll repeat it to you later that way in case you other slackers like me haven't seen it yet. <laughs> Well, I'm just honestly surprised you haven't watched it either because we did WandaVision. I thought you would have done That's right. the show as well. I've been busy with other stuff, I guess. Translation folks, Adam ain't about it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, I, I will be about it when I watch it probably, but I don't know. We're, we're kind of in the middle of Frasier right now. Hey, I'm towards the it. Towards the tail end of Frasier, so I think that's going to be uh, there until we finish it and then we'll we'll, we'll do that and... No judgment, sir. Totally understand. There's no yeah. shortage of things to watch. And sometimes true. it's nice to go back and rewatch something like Frasier. You know, we just had some people asking for it, and we got to give the people what they want, sir. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So I'll have to get on that then. Yeah. Although I can probably tell you there's a Falcon, there's a Winter Soldier, and boy, <laughs> do they like to beat up bad guys. <laughs> That's probably what's going to... I always wondered how the show was going to work, too, because like... You know, I I get Falcon is impressive because whatever, he's in the military, I guess. I don't know. But he's got a backpack that has wings. And, like, every enemy does the exact same thing to him. They just grab the backpack because once that's gone, he's done. That's all he can do. You'll be surprised what, he's, what he does in the show. They do some good things with his suit like okay. outside of what they do in the movies. Yeah. I think it starts off a little... Like there's some things that weren't really clicking with me in the beginning, but it gets even better as it goes along. Mm. I, w I was impressed and I was happy it was only six episodes too. Cause I felt like it was very concise without like dragging on certain plot lines. Like it felt like a long movie. Yeah. 
which it definitely feels very cinematic. This one, like they definitely put a lot of money into it. Like I thought they put a lot of money into WandaVision. Mm-hmm. This one, definitely a lot more. Hmm. And and I appreciate without getting into any specifics, obviously, that there's definitely some layers. Oh, layers, you say. <laughs> mm. Well, John, speaking of pumping money into uh, art, uh, necessarily either bad or good, we are going to talk about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and the newest inductees. Yes. So this is a follow-up to a discussion we had recently because we talked about the nominations. Now we know who's going to be part of the Rock and Roll Fame. Oh, so. we sure do. Here we go. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame reveals its 2021 inductees, celebrating the most diverse list of inductees in the history of the organization. They are... Wow. Okay, they're broken into four categories, which I didn't even know were a thing. All right, so we have performer categories. We have Tina Turner. Mm. Carol, Great. Carol King. Mm-hmm. The Go-Go's. Nice. Jay-Z. Okay. <laughs> Foo Fighters mm-hmm. and Todd Rugren. Okay. All right. Early Influence Award goes to Kraftwerk. Okay. Charlie right. Patton and Gil Scott Heron. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Musical Excellence Award. Uh, LL Cool J, Billy Preston, Randy Rhodes, and the Amit. Erdogan Award goes to Clarence Avant. Okay. Do you remember that Futurama episode with LL Cool J? And he's like a he's like a he's like a Kwanzaa bot, and he gives everyone the book. It's yes. like, what the hell is Kwanzaa? <laughs> That's my favorite LL Cool J thing. I, I love when he appeared on Thirty Rock, and he played a rapper called Ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. Yeah, so that's that's the list. Um, boy, one could read this and say, wow, there's not a lot of rock and roll on there for uh, something called the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yes. yes. Um, I believe this was the first year that Iron Maiden were eligible mm-hmm. as well for the award, and they were scrapped for uh, Foo Fighters, which I think is probably the, the big upset of all this right yes quite a few people have been talking about that on the interwebs in the sense that like how does iron maiden like how like there's just so many people that are just like they can't fathom why iron man maiden isn't even in the rock and roll hall of fame already it's like mc5 like they've been dying to get in for years you know because obviously they've been hugely influential and in, you know mm-hmm. rock and punk and all that and nothing not even a not a scrap yeah. yeah yeah it's 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 very very odd but i think you will probably agree with me on this i think the reason why they did this and who they ended up nominating is just because right now a lot of these award shows are trying to become much more i don't i don't want to use a term like woke because that, that's just like a cliche standard term to use yeah but i I don't think it, it woke is the issue. I think the issue is, you know, and, and don't it, get me wrong. I'm not saying I have a problem with it. It's purely a money standpoint. And I think too, if you look at some of these artists and see like, not just their music, but what they've done in the last couple of years, like I'm going to put Carol King, for instance, right? She had a musical about her, mm-hmm. you know? So that kind of brings back the awareness. It's almost like, you know, Iron Maiden hasn't done a lot in a while, but meanwhile, Foo Fighters, they're still making albums. They're still going on tour. David Grohl's a big influence on stuff. So it's kind of like 
It's almost like a popularity contest at this point, you know? It's just like any award show. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's you're not looking based on the talent. You're looking at, okay, well, Foo Fighters are big name. You know, that's going to be great. They're going to be in there. They'll sell more records and, you know, X, yeah. Y, and Z. And I'm mm-hmm. sure Dave Grohl probably did millions of things for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And I'm sure, too, there was like a, hey, I'd like to be in this. And yeah. maybe I'll continue to you know, help with X, Y, and Z. And, mm-hmm. you know, there, there's a lot of behind the scenes kind of stuff. But I think having Tina Turner on is is way overdue yes. and incredible. So Absolutely way overdue. And also yeah. craft work. Yes, I'm which is great too. Which electronic music, I think, you know, these earlier pioneers of electronic music are, gonna get, are going to get more of a recognition now, I feel like, now that the genre is. I hope so. It seems to be going in that direction, I think. I wouldn't be surprised if like Moby got like an induction at some point. Oh yeah, that's gonna happen. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like it ju- it just has to. He was so massively popular at one point with was it Play, that album. It it yeah. just it just it has to happen. Yeah, him accepting an award with vegan tattooed on his forehead. <laughs> that, that David Lynch remix was pretty good. I enjoyed that. That one. was that was very good. Yeah. I don't. S- sidebar about Moby. I don't dislike Moby. I do think that there's just much better electronic Shut up, music. Shut up, Moby. <laughs> I just think there's much better electronic music out there than him. Like that's just that's just where I reside. I would agree with that statement. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just this is definitely a like they're trying to be socially conscious with the picks that they have here because a lot of other awards have been criticized, like your Oscars and most recently your Golden Globes, and rightfully so for not being much more inclusive and diverse. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why we have the nominees that we have here. And the reason why I throw around the word term woke is that anytime these award shows do do that, that term gets thrown around as if it's a negative thing. And it's not a negative thing. Like there's so many great musicians out there you're not going to be able to satisfy like all the fans out there because really this is just a small number of inductees in the grand scheme of things. Mm-hmm. But I think branching out more, getting people like Tina Turner and Jay-Z in there is a great step forward. And, you know, it's definitely, you have to encourage it and hope that it continues. Like it's a, a sign of good things to come. Yeah. And I feel like, I mean, I know Jay-Z's been around for a while, and Jay-Z's extremely success- successful, but, like, oh, I probably should have looked this up, but is, like, Tupac or Biggie or any of those, like, early school, rap- old school rappers in it? Because, like, you know, they paved the way for Jay-Z to, you know, become who and what he is in his style. So, like, I think having Jay-Z on here so early, if those guys aren't on there, is, like, a big kind of, like, uh, okay, like, you- you're missing the point of this, you know? Yeah, I'm looking it up right now, so I'll do a number crunch. And it just makes me think that, like, because I think this is the first year Jay-Z was also kind of like Foo Fighters were able to be nominated. So, like, you know, Jay-Z's a very successful dude. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sure, and he's Beyonce, like, I'm sure they have some sort of influence, you know? Yeah, so Biggie Smalls okay. is there, um, to, and Tupac are, yeah. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. Good. So it also has Public Enemy, NWA, Run DMC, and Beastie Boys. Oh man, you could do so many more. Yeah, you you really could. You really really could. And and I know it's tough because rock and roll is a you know it it implies a certain genre. So there's plenty of great rappers who probably didn't have that influence or that that um not that influence that that um 
rock and roll aspect to their music. Mm-hmm. But would you, you could, why not nominate people like, I don't know, a tribe called Quest? Well, see, this is the thing I'm talking about. Like, it's not about the talent themselves and what they produce. It's kind of like the story and the global life. So, like, Run DMC was on there, right? Yeah. And they were influent. They were very notorious, you know, for doing rock, which is, you know, the Aerosmith remix. You mm-hmm. know about that, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, for those of you who don't know, this is, like, classic, but... You know, there was this huge divide between rock and rap and Run DMC got with Aerosmith to do a remix of Walk This Way. And in the music, the music video, they literally break down the wall that divides rap and rock and they come together, blah, blah, blah. So it makes sense there and there because they did that, you know? Yeah. And that's what this award, these awards kind of are. It's it's like a legacy award more than it is the talent and breadth of the work itself. It's kind of like the story, like okay, Jay-Z's in here because he's super successful. He's married to Beyonce. He's a great rapper, producer, X, Y, and Z. Worked with, what was it, Rick Rubin on 99 Problems? Right, yeah. Carol King is in there because she's Carol King, and she's Mm -hmm. written God knows how many classic songs, you know? Like, Foo Fighters are in there because David Grohl, Nirvana. Like, it's it's that kind of aspect. It's not really like, oh, Iron Maiden wrote The Trooper, so we're going to put them in there because it's great. You know, Mm -hmm. like, it... You You bring up a good point. It's It's... It's not just the music itself, it's what they've done outside of the music. Yeah. And what kind of influence they had on the pop culture zeitgeist. Yeah, exactly. It's it's almost like this award should be really renamed to like modern popular music awards. Yeah. Because that's what it is, you know. Mm-hmm. When you when you look at this like, I mean, the Go-Go's of course highly influential, you know, yeah. one of the first big, you know, girl punk groups and but that's why they're there, you know. It might not be because of their albums and not necessarily based on their talent, but based because they were the first girl punk group, you know? Yeah. And it tells the story of when you go see the rock and roll hall of fame, you're like, Oh, I wonder who the first big successful girl group was. Oh, look, it's the go-go's. They have their own thing. They were inducted X, Y, and Z. So, you know, yeah. it kind of builds that framework for, you know, things to come. And I would imagine most of the rock and roll hall of fame artists are male. So to be able to include more female artists, because I think that's that's a good majority right there. That's about half, right? Uh, yeah, I know there was, um, I believe, some upset that uh, Kate Bush wasn't included. Oh, Kate Bush would have been great. That's right. Yeah. I forgot she was one of the nominees. Um, I don't know if Fiona Apple is eligible yet. Oh, I, I'm not sure either. But like, you Th- know. These rules are so arbitrary. <laughs> exactly. But, you know, especially these bigger names. I mean, like Tina Turner and Carol King are big names. Mm-hmm. But when you look at like Jay-Z and Foo Fighters and you think, okay, these are highly successful male artists who, you know, dominated the market and blah, blah, blah. And so, yeah. Yeah. Ugh. It's, it's a good, it's a good step in the right direction. Yeah. I, I, I get it. You know, there's some upsets and stuff, but I think at this point, the people who are holding on hope are yeah. still going to hold on hope and just not take this very seriously. Yeah, it's it's like any other award show. At the end of the day, it's still a popularity contest. And awards, while they're great, and these people definitely should be recognized for what they have done, it doesn't mean that because they got the award that anyone else who didn't was less deserving or not as good of a musician. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that's why I would like, you know, anytime there's Oscars, Golden Globes, Grammys, whatever, it's it's a good discussion to have. It's not one of those kind of things that I think is necessary to put all of its your your you know, it's not something to get worked up about in the grand scheme of things. Like, hey, this artist I like won, or they're in in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame now. That's great, mm-hmm. but it doesn't necessarily mean like, oh, because this other person didn't get it. Well, it, not because they weren't good enough. 
Yeah. And it's not that they're, you know, that they're, that they, that they don't have enough artistic merit. Yeah. It's just, they're not popular. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and the bands that will be remembered for their artistic talent will clearly outshine and, you know, be passed down, even though if they're not in the rock and roll hall of fame. Yeah. Because the other thing is that like this is still there's still a business aspect here too as well the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and I'm sure they were also looking at this from a viewpoint of like okay, I'm I don't know if their their museum is open right now at this point, but I would imagine they were also affected greatly by COVID mm-hmm. like everything else. So to get like big names like Tina Turner, Jay Z as your newest inductees, that's gonna be able to draw people in yep. for whenever they're fully open you know, post COVID or whatever else. Yeah. And you know, Foo Fighters, Jay-Z, you know, Carol King, they've all been very vocal in the community about, you know, supporting artists and music itself. So yeah. 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 Hopefully like between what the Oscars are doing and you know, what the rock and roll hall of fame is doing, it means that we get more diversity in these artists, not only just women, but people of color. Yeah. All that great stuff. I think too, like, so I don't know. We didn't really talk about the Grammys this year, but did you watch any of them? I I only kind of watched a little bit in the sense that like I watched clips afterwards. I I think it's 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 gotten a bit difficult for me with some of these award shows because it's not only just like like I was saying earlier that I just can't get as worked up about it. I just feel like the pageantry behind all of it is just it it just makes me feel like just very deflated. Yeah. Overall. I feel like too, you know, back in the day when there wasn't the internet and easier ways to share music, you know, it was yeah. kind of like a big grand deal because all these artists are getting together. But now it's just like there's so much out there. And, you know, what we listen to necessarily might not make it to the Grammys or be nominated for it, you know. So it's kind of hard to like separate it. But I think too, the one, the one thing good the Grammys did this year was they focused a lot on the music itself and not the kind of, you know, the BS presenting. So they had kind of like a Jules Holland kind of thing. So there was a giant circle and they had each they had multiple artists like play and they would, you know, go in a okay. circle. So I feel like having award ceremonies like that where you're not talking about, you know, their accomplishments, you're focusing on the music and why they're there, you know, is a lot better. So I feel like that is the, refreshing to hear. So I feel like if, you know, like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, because, you know, it's mostly speeches and people talking, which is great. But like. I don't know. There was one year like Metallica played with Lou Reed, which is like they, they did Sweet Jane. It's absolutely hilarious hearing that film. He's like, dun, 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 Sweet Jane. It's amazing. You should look it up. But like that never happens, you know, anywhere else. So like using the award shows to focus on music rather than, you know, the kind of the speeches and just the industry BS. Yeah. Just like you put them there for a reason. Show us why, you know? Yeah. Like Foo Fighters should do like a, like a 30 minute set of like, whatever they want to play and then the go-go's play like a 30 minute set you know like celebrate their legacy in the music by having them perform and i don't know maybe like david grohl goes up to tina turner and they do a solo back to back or something you know and jay-z yeah. comes out like celebrate their legacy by making them play instead of just oh thanks for this award okay you know <laughs> yeah make it about music i think that's kind of my yeah and, and that's good to hear the grammys did that because with a lot of award shows in general like the ratings just kind of keep on going like the tv ratings keep on going down and down yeah then you can point to probably a lot of things like people being able to get this information easily accessible on their phone you know just scrolling through something like twitter yeah or watching the clips at a later date or just just not really having that much interest in it just because like these award shows kind of just become very old-fashioned right but i i, I just think that if if any of these things are going to survive 
rock and roll hall of fame included, they have to be able to branch out with the artists that they nominate. And that's why I really like that. We had this as a discussion today because I think we've talked about rock and roll hall of fame inductees before in the past. And usually they don't have this kind of diverse list of inductees. So it's a good step in the right direction. And it seems like the other award shows are kind of catching on to that as well, except not for the Golden Globes. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I Which, think there needs to be like a, you know, there needs to be, okay, we're nominating this person because of their talent and yes. because they made a difference and because of their outstanding skills, speciality, not because they are X, Y, and Z. Yeah, that That's kind of the thing. And I feel like, you know, having the Foo Fighters on there kind of, you know, just, I don't know. It just makes me uncomfortable. Not uncomfortable, but like, you know, it's like, oh, Tina Turner. Okay, that's a good one. You know, like, yeah. I feel like they just kind of pick names to, to whatever would appease the most people. And, and, and yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's again, what it, it really always comes down to because you can get all this good grace by nominating a diverse group of people. But then at the end of the day, it's just always like, well... These are these people are really well liked, or they've been in the industry for a while, mm-hmm. or you know they've 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 got a good uh, r- r- um, rapport with the fans or what have you. Yeah. It just always seems like there's there's outside factors that they shouldn't be judged on, but they are ultimately. It's not a pretty life, but someone has to live it. <laughs> That's right, Garfield. Wise words from Garfield. Thank you, Garfield. <laughs> Garfield it. mug. Put me in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh I'll gosh. abolish Mondays. It, doesn't Garfield have some songs like from some of his TV specials? I know I'm getting really deep here. Probably. I remember the Garfield and Friends show. Yes. He also had a Christmas special too, didn't he? I'm sure he did. I'm, I'm, I feel like I've. it's been a long time since I've seen it. Very, very long time. If I remember correctly, there's like, like him... Like, they're staying at a different house. Like, it's not even at John's house. He's just at somebody else's house. And the whole lesson that he learns is like, oh, I shouldn't be, you know, greedy about Christmas gifts. Like, I shouldn't, like, because he has a song. It's like, gimme, gimme, gimme. And it's just him being surrounded by presents. Like, and Garfield obviously learns a lesson right. about how, like, Christmas is much more than the presents. Yeah, it's about the lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> Did you did you see that there was a um, Garfield re- themed restaurant in Vancouver, not that long ago? No. Oh my gosh. Okay, so off mic, I'm gonna have to show this thing to you because it oh, had like no. exclusive Garfield themed food. Like there was like a lasagna burger or something <laughs> like that. Gross. <laughs> yeah, it was just like it. Lasagna burgers. <laughs> I'm honestly surprised you haven't heard about it because I mean, it's what other the kind of thing you would love. What other food would they serve there? Oh, it was just oh man. I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna look it up right now. <laughs> I'm very so curious can, about this. Menu. So I can get an on the air reaction from you. All right, I can imagine. It was called Gar- Garfield Eats. That was the name of it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes, he does. Yeah, and it was like actually licensed by Jim Davis and all that. Wow. Yeah, it's it's very very interesting. And there was like Garfachinos. <laughs> What's my name? Garfachino. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. So please tell me there's a food just called kitty litter, and it's just they take a bucket of seafood and just dump it on the, <laughs> the table. Oh uh, yeah. 
So anyway, yeah, let's uh, let's take a look at some of the Garfield themed food here. Hey so. man, I wrote a rock song. Put me in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I'm Garfield, man. Oh, <laughs> uh, oh no, wait, that's not the one I want. Uh, this is this is always this is always difficult. Like you click on a link and it's like this is gonna give me what I want, and then it's like you have to you have to scroll through twenty ads and a whole description leading up to it. Just 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 give me what I want, man. Oh my gosh, there's a Garfield wiki? Of course there is. There's a wiki for everything. There's a wiki for everything. Yeah. Well, anyway, th- there were no locations in North America. Oh. Well, I mean, Toronto is technically in North America, but no. <laughs> Not in the country that matters, John, America, right? Is that what you're trying to say? Huh? Yeah, yeah. So so here, I want to give you a couple of food items to kind of close this out. I have a fun little discussion at the end. So here are some items that were available at Garfield Eats. Okay. Pizza. So there was a Garfield. What? Pizza? A Garfield? Garfield? <laughs> no. A Garfield Garita. So it's a margarita pizza shaped into Garfield's head. <laughs> that wouldn't be very even, would it? Because, <laughs> like, the ears on the. T- I don't know. Okay. So Garfield pizza. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to go through all the different pizzas here, but I'm going to give you the highlights, all right? Then there's lasagna. So, of course. There's three variants of lasagna. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Which, you know. So there's, so large, <laughs> extra large, extra, extra large. So there's big Agna. Big Agna. Okay. A, a shish kebab chicken lasagna with <laughs> lemon thyme, oregano, and what's that What's that word? The bak, bakmale sauce? What? Ba, ba, Bechamel sauce. Bechamel. There we go. Thank French. you. Yes. And a Garfield Eats sauce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then the Garfuccino, which, which. Please tell me what's in a Garfuccino. I feel like for the podcast, we need to make Garfuccinos. Yes, we do. So the, the, this is going to be the highlight here, folks. Are you ready? A cup of roasted espresso and milk. It comes in five flavors, orange peel, honey and chocolate, pumpkin, peppermint, and dark chocolate. The Ooh. cup the beverage was contained in has a comic on the on its side as well. So, oh, you know, look yeah, at yeah, that. Yeah, no, there you go. It's like your cup there. Okay, so it's, so it's roasted. What the heck does roasted espresso mean? <laughs> does that mean I have to make espresso and then, like, fry it? <laughs> <laughs> roasted espresso. But you have to fry it in a Garfield theme pan. Okay, of course, yeah. <laughs> and then we can use the lasagna grease as like a. Like oh, a the, oh, great! Mm. This, this sounds. Oh, and no. I guess they're closed on Mondays, right? Uh, I don't know. The, the The article doesn't say. At least I haven't seen it. Mm. Yeah, but Garfuccino. Garfuccino. I don't know. Garf and barf are in just the I same know, like really? rhyming scheme, and I just. Ugh. I'm Garf. What's up, man? I'm Garf. I'm half man, half Garfield. Oh, no. Maybe uh, Jay-Z will write a rap song for the new Garfield movie or something. <laughs> I could see that happening. <laughs> I got 99 problems, but a Garfuccino ain't one. I got 99 uh, problems, but no. lasagna ain't one. Serve me. <laughs> <laughs> if you having cheese problems, I feel bad for you, son. I got 99 problems, and lasagna ain't one. Oh, nice. There you go. There you go. Oh, I'm 
I'm sure that's exactly what <laughs> Jay-Z wanted to hear, his song. In Garfield. In Garfield. <laughs> Bill Murray would be a good rapper. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, sure. Why not? Why not? Why not? So I think And we why need... not check out g4dpodcast.com <laughs> and our socials, g4d underscore podcast, because we're on everything, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Music. <laughs> Where else? You like wound that up and then you're like, you just started like dying down. Well, you won't die down on g3dpodcast.com where you can download all of our episodes and send us an email. Tell us what we should review. Tell us about your favorite Garfuccino. Which, which Garfuccino would you, the listener, drink? Yeah. What, what, once again, for the folks at home, here are the flavors of the Garfuccino. <laughs> Orange peel, honey and chocolate, pumpkin, peppermint, and dark chocolate. Oh my god. <laughs> Roasted espresso. The name, the name Garfuccino, man. Coming to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, the Garfuccino. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, this has been G4D, aka Grounds for Discussion. Thanks for listening. We'll be back at some point. After we try a Garfuccino. After we try a Garfuccino live on the air. <laughs> Caffeine-induced antics on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the username G4D underscore podcast. Drop us a line at G4Dpodcast at gmail.com if you have any music suggestions, general questions, or business inquiries. You can find our podcast on iTunes and John and I would super appreciate if you rated and subscribed to our show. May your cup and heart always be full of coffee, good music, and cliche motivational ending sentences. Thanks.